Hi, and welcome to the Women Who Wonder podcast. This is episode number 10. Hello, everyone. Thank you so much for being with me today. I truly appreciate your time. Today, I'm going to jump right into the episode because I think it's going to end up being a little bit longer than the ones that... um, uh, the ones that came before, and I'm trying to keep them all under a certain amount, um, you know, certain mm, minutes. So today I'm going to be give, going over seven points, which I feel whenever you are choosing or I guess trying to decide what method is best for you, if you go over these seven these seven points or this this checklist, I think you're going to be able to have, and I actually don't think, I pretty much know, that is going to help you stick uh, with the the plan. And it's not only that it's going to help you stick with it, it's going to be easier and it's going to be long lasting. I mean, obviously the hope is for you to whatever you decide to do is going to be something that you're not going to be just using it for, you know, 30 days or, or, or even a month or a year, whatever the case may be. We want this to be a permanent thing. So, um, yeah. So what I'm going to be doing, I'm going to be using an acronym and the acronym is Sofrito. Now, Sofrito is a, of course, it's a Spanish sauce, a Spanish seasoning, but it's a little bit more than that. Now, of course, when we, th- we think, when we think about, um, we hear this a lot, like, you know, what's your secret sauce? But I happen to think that when we think about sofrito, there's a little more flavor involved. I mean, sauce, yeah, it could be flavorful, I suppose. It all depends, right? But not always the case. Sofrito, on the other hand, is always, there's always flavor. There's always garlic. There's always um these different types of ingredients and condiments and and it's always different so you know some people might prepare a sofrito that is that has more garlic other more cilantro other people might like it with more color so everyone has their own different style and it's always used for the same purpose, which is to add flavor and to add their own unique style or their own unique touch to their, to the food they're preparing. So that's the reason why I chose this acronym. I'm going to go over the, what each letter stands for, and then I'm going to go on to explain the, the checklist itself and what each one represents. And, um, yeah, so let's, jump right in. So the first one is S and the S stands for simple. The simpler the um, the whatever it is that you choose to to do or to follow, the easier is going to be for you in the long run and even in the beginning. I mean, if you're overwhelmed with a whole bunch of different, you know, rules and techniques, odds are uh, it's, it's gonna, it's not gonna be easy for you. So yes, the first one, it has to be simple. The next one is, um, 
O. And this one in particular, um, I find to be probably one, a really important one because it has to do with you taking one step at a time. Most of us don't realize that by us taking, um, when we take on these complicated um, techniques or, or diet plans, we don't realize you're not taking one step at a time. You're trying to take uh, this, this, hu- this huge task on, which whether you realize it or not, you're taking, you know, you're taking maybe probably like 50 steps. So that's ultimately what you try, what you end up doing without you even realizing. So making sure that you're taking one tiny step based on where your starting point is, is going to be extremely important. Next one is um, fulfillment. So when I think of fulfill, what I'm thinking about, it's, um, you know, how satisfied are you with the foods you're eating? Because if there is not that touch of fun and pleasure and that you truly feel satisfied and fulfilled, odds are you're going to end up going for something else and, and overindulging. And that is one of the biggest mistakes people make when they are trying to create or start a new diet or, or start a new, um, you know, create change in their lives. The next one is a R and this one's done. This one is real life, like, and, and reality or, you know, are you able to take on these steps or this process and apply it to your real life? Because yeah, it's great if you're going to be under this uh, in this world where you know if you're going to be uh, I don't know drinking a protein shake and everything and everything in this imaginary world is always the same. Yeah, odds are you're going to be able to follow the rules and the techniques, but are you, once you out of this imaginary world and you go into your real life, are you still able to apply what you're learning? So that's the R. The I is individual. Um, is it unique? Does it fit your personal lifestyle, your budget, your everything that has to do with you. Because if you do not see yourself as an individual in the plan that you're following, odds are you're not going to stick with it. And the next one is a T, which stands for tied to your bigger goal and to your bigger vision. So is it tied to your why? And this is also extremely important because if it's, this is what's going to keep you focused, is going to keep you motivated and is going to ultimately allow you to have those moments where, well, real life is going to happen. It's going to, it's, it just, it's not just you. It's not just me. It happens for everyone. But the way that you are able to um, take on or face these challenges and, re- and get right back to your goal, that is all going to depend on this concept of whatever goal you have being tied to that big why and to that big vision of yours and you, what you have for yourself in your in your life. And we're not talking about short term, right? We're talking about the big long term. And the last one is, oh, which is open-ended. Now, this one, 
I, I really do feel it's probably, I mean, for me anyway, it, it was one of the most important ones because you need to be able to to see it as an ongoing process. You will not be able to get, you know, if you're taking on a a diet or a plan that it's temporary and you cannot, and it cannot grow with you and it cannot, um, it cannot evolve with you because your, your life will change, your budget will change, your uh, preferences will change, your values will change, your priorities will change. Well, and are you, uh, is this plan of yours, are you able to yeah, to adapt it is an ongoing. Are you able to bring it with you? And that's going to be also really important. Okay, so the first one, I'm going to go right back and really go into a little more detail of each one with each one of these. So the first one is simple. Now, why is it that having a simple plan why is this is it is it important? And well, you probably already know that not having a simple plan is going to lead to disappointment. And when I think of you know simplicity, I want you to think about the diet cycle. Now, I don't know that the you know the weight loss and healthy wellness diet cycle every pretty much everybody knows what it is, whether you know the concept or, or not, you probably have been or or know someone who has been, who has started the cycle and then ends up quitting exactly where most people quit. So the way that it is, is that, you know, you decide to lose weight that's ultimately where you enter the cycle and you make the decision to 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 do it and then you start this plan you research it and here you are you you start a plan and either there's no sugar or it's less calories or you exercise at the gym you know this is everything has to do with routines and rules and, and strategies and then you pumped the next stage is you're pumped. You really want to do it. You're feeling excited about it. You start seeing results. that probably lasts about a week or two. And then everything starts slowing down. Now, this is where most people either quit because the cravings start obviously increasing. Now, you might not know why. We, people who are behind the scenes, behind the curtains, understand why is it that your, your cravings all of a sudden skyrocket and, and your hunger and, your, and you're constantly hungry. We know why. You may not know why, but this is, the re- this is when you start feeling like you cannot continue and you need to take a break and you want to go back to your normal routine. So in t- being able to understand that the reason why this happens is because the when you started, it was just too much going on. It wasn't simple for you when you took on way too much. So when we think about entering this journey, most of us are not really fully aware that the reason why we enter is because we've been we've been conditioned to believe that it has to be really difficult, that it has to be, that, that there has to be all these strategies to follow and it has to be complicated. And there's this like this whole list of shoulds and and once you're in it, 
it's almost almost impossible for you to see why is it that you end up being stuck and feeling overwhelmed. So uh, the the key thing here is to realize that complicated isn't the answer. Simplicity is, and understanding that you are not going to be able to simplify it while you are stuck inside, constantly doing research, always looking for the next diet. And you're bringing in constant, constant information and all this. And what happens is you get paralyzed with like a lack of, a lack because of a lack of clarity. You can't really see what it is that you need to do because you're always stirring. I think of it as a as a snow globe, if you're constantly shaking it, or even like, uh, I don't know, something that has like murky water and this con- you're sh- constantly shaking it, you're not giving it enough time for it to settle to the ground for you to see clearly what it is that you need to do. So the moment you put down the snow globe, the moment you slow down and stop shaking this snow globe and the water, and for you, it just means that you're going to just take a step back from bringing in all this information and just give yourself time to think for yourself and think clearly about what is it that is actually getting in the way of you taking that the steps that you need to take. And that's going to be different for everyone because we're all on, you know, we, we all have different, you know, we've been following different roadmaps, we've been following different types of people. The longer you've been following and the longer you have been trying to figure this out, the more confused you probably are and the more overwhelmed you feel and the more, and the, the less action you probably have taken. So yeah, taking a step back and just letting it settle will allow you to have a better um, idea as to what is that first step you should take. Once you're in this position where you are able to see that by looking at these these different types of diets and all these different roadmaps, what you're doing is making it difficult for yourself to even take one tiny step, which could potentially just be, you know, just walking or just stretching or something simple. Once you are able to take that step back, you're going to be able to see what your starting point is. And this is ultimately uh, what you want to do. And this will lead us to the next um, letter, the next step, which is the O. And this will help you take that one tiny step forward. But if you are not able to simplify it, by eliminating everything you're taking on, you won't be able to take that first step, that first tiny step, because you will be constantly bringing in more information. So yeah, making sure that you are simplifying it and not bringing in more information would be the beginning of 
the beginning of this uh, amazing journey that you this this the journey that you will be embarking on that is going to be your own. The next one we're going to be taking a look at is that one tiny step. Now, the reason why you want to take that tiny step is because otherwise you will end up exactly where most of the people right now are. Um, I mean, it's it's sad when you really think about it, what has happened to people. And it's it's not because of a lack of information that people are not taking action. It's actually because of all the information, because of the tremendous amount of information that we have, that is the reason why people are not taking action. So once you eliminated all this and this constant information from coming in, you are going to be able to realize that the 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 way that you're going to be able to take that step forward is by having a an understanding as to where you are that entry level because if you are trying to follow someone's I don't know who's on level 50 who is perhaps adding really complicated strategies to their to their wellness routine or to the exercise routine but you have to keep in mind that these a lot of these people have been in this industry or doing it for years or decades and what you, you are trying to follow is perhaps a person who has been doing this and who are whose experience level are not your like they don't they, they're not your own. They're not yours. So understanding that the tiny step for you is going to look very, very different. So what will the tiny step look like for you? Well, it depends because a tiny step for you might be just walking waking up in the morning and perhaps already having a breakfast planned from the day before or waking up in the morning and just taking a few minutes to breathe or not checking your phone or just like it all depends right this is not i'm not here to tell you exactly what these steps are i'm just here to tell you what is it that um you know, the steps that you should be following in order to get to that point where you would know what that is. And they will come to you. That that will come to you when you have that that clarity with that sense of peace and that sense of well, you're not taking on all these different types of advice into your into your mind, it will come to you. And I know that that sounds that you might not even believe me, but it will. That's what happens when we are not constantly being told what to do and from all these different directions, we are able to come up with the answers ourselves. So in order for you to know what your entry level is, the best way to do that is to decide what is it that you like what are you feeling currently like if you are feeling stuck are you if you're feeling overwhelmed if you're feeling um 
paralyzed with with just with the inf- with the great amount of information and you don't really know what you should be doing and you don't know what to eat and you're constantly researching and you perhaps think that the answers are the answers to to great health are following another person's diet then you are not at a level where you should be attempting to try an advanced strategy, for example, like intermittent fasting or counting your macros or weighing your food. That's a, that's a strategy that people who have been, who understand that dieting is not the answer. They have their own, they have their own system in place. So that's going to be the difference. I'm going to, I'm going to record another podcast where I will be another episode where I will explain the different entry levels because I think understanding where you are, that is going to give you clarity and it's going to help you stick to your own lane until you get to the next one. Again, this is about you building that confidence when you're taking this this tiny step. If you're not able to take one tiny step forward, you will you will be stuck and that is going to keep you exactly where you are, exactly where you've been. So the goal is to get you moving. The goal is to get you taking one tiny step forward and then the next step will come will will be easier for you. Next we have F and the F what we're going to be taking a look at is um fulfilled are you are you feeling fulfilled are you feeling are you adding fun and pleasure to your food and i know this is going to go probably against everything you heard because we've heard no sugar give up flour and give up all these foods and you have to give it all up the problem with that advice is that if you feel deprived and you feel like you're not getting anything that you enjoy, well, that's not sustainable. I don't know about you, but I once in a while do enjoy to have a little piece of flung or a little piece of cake. Like that's that's completely normal. The issue when you try to follow these rules of, of eliminating everything that is that you enjoy is that when you do have it, you feel guilty. And what happens with that? Well, if you are not being quote unquote good and you're not eating quote unquote clean, then what are you and what are you eating? And then once you allow yourself to have something that you want to enjoy, then, well, you're no longer good. You're bad. And you're no longer eating clean. You're eating toxic and you're eating dirty. And that's not something that is going to help you in the long run. I can tell you that the biggest problem that I see with people is when they try to follow these diets that are, that it is too many rules and everything, they have to give up certain foods. It ends up hurting them in the long run because they associate, they make this, this, the connection that it's not just the food that is not clean. It's them and the shame. And and then this, this feeling of shame and guilt adds, you know, you're adding that onto yourself. And that is called, that is what really causes you to say, well, 
I'm already this horrible person. I'm already not as great as these people who, I hate to say this, they're, they're lying. Because a person who claims that they never, ever have a piece of sugar or they never have the urge to have, it, I mean, I've been in this industry again for over 26 years and I can tell you, I can, I can sit here and tell you that I don't eat it because it's part of my brand and it's part of the, the message that I want you to believe. But in real life, that's not realistic. We all are going to have this moments where we crave. Now, the key thing is not to have 80 20 of these moments, you know, where, where you're eating 80%, whatever the hell you want <laughs> and 20%, oh, you're going to just eat, you know, you're going to try to nourish your body. The goal is to have this amazing balance when you are able to allow yourself to eat whatever you want as in add that piece of, of dessert, but don't eat the dessert to the point that you feel like you cannot move or you're eating to the point where you feel so full that you feel like, you know, like, like you ate an entire cake. The goal is to, for you to find, the goal is to, for you, and this is, this is, it's going to be different for me and it's going to be different for you, especially if you are used to eating a lot of these fun foods you're going to little by little find that sweet spot for you. You're going to find, okay, so for me right now, for example, the, the type of, when I am thinking of adding a certain amount of quote unquote fun or, you know, fulfill, fulfill during the day, I, I like to have a little sweet in my, in my day. Like I don't really like salt that much, um, but I do plan to have a little bit. And it could be, for me, it doesn't have, I don't enjoy a, a big piece of cake. I could literally just be at this point, I've already trained myself that just like a few bites will be enough for me. If you are beginning and you're eating 80% foods that might not do your body well, and of course, they are foods that are, that help us be, help our bodies function properly. And they're those foods that are not so great for our bodies. But the goal, if you are, like I said, on one side, don't try to change it all overnight. Do it gradually. And eventually you are going to get to the point where you will know how much of these foods you can have in your in your meals, whether it's after you eat, sometimes it it will be the point where, where you eat, you know, foods that you know are nourishing. And then you will just need just a little bit at the end that's gonna make you feel, oh yeah, like that hit the spot. And it, and later on, what's going to happen is that you won't have this urge to eat the lot the, the entire cake. You will have feel. You will feel satisfied. That will give you that sense of I got it. I I already had that that little piece of whatever it was, and I feel fulfilled. And that's gonna be the difference between you feeling satisfied and feeling satiated. And I think we we tend to not understand the difference. You could eat an entire bowl of salad, like an entire salad, and 
that might not give you the little satisfaction that you really crave. And that's okay. You shouldn't feel guilty. So yeah, adding this um, this component is what's really going to help you stick with whatever you're doing in the long run. So that once you include and understand that, and, and I'm not talking just about diet, this, this actually applies to everything in life, adding fun to your everyday life, adding that little bit of pleasure to your life. Like don't, don't deprive yourself of things that you really enjoy. Of course, as long as it's legal and it's not hurting anybody, right? Okay. So once you have that, then you're going to be able to understand how you can bring this to your real life. So if you are, for example, and one of the reasons why we have these these issues where we are trying to follow these really, really strict diets, and then when we are around our families and they are serving foods that we feel we shouldn't have, we are paralyzed. We feel like we can, we can either continue being quote unquote good, or we can let loose and just eat whatever we want and forget the diet and understanding that there's this amazing balance that you can create with, um, with this, with you aligned with your goals, and then that you can also apply it to your, to your real life. Now, when it comes to real life, and this of course is the R here, uh, what I would, I'm going to recommend for you to think about, um, is that that this is probably the reason why a lot of people find it difficult to stick with diet. Because if you are not the type of person who has their own personal chef at home and their own assistants and people who are taking care of your schedule and everything is, people shop for you and they prepare your own foods and they always have your snacks ready whenever you need it, then you are like the rest of us. And you probably know that life isn't always peachy. Things are not always, don't go according to plan. And you need to be able to take this plan that you are that you are trying to stick with and apply it to any type of situation, to your real life. Because unless you're going to be living in a bubble where everything is going to be there for you at all times and you're never going to have any unscheduled, I don't know, visits or you're not going to have anything different in your life, then you're going to be at the mercy (laughs) of whatever happens, right? But understanding that you can take a system and then apply it and modify for it to fit your everyday life, that is going to make a huge difference. So a system that you can have, a system that will work whether you are at home and you have your... 
and you're able, you're going to be able to sit down at a time you planned and you're going to sit and you're going to have every, the ingredients that you purchase and you're going to be able to prepare your meals and you're going to be able to sit according to plan. And those dates might happen, right? You're going to have those nights where you come home and everything is going to, everything during the day went according to plan. But what happens if you don't? And this is where you're going to be able to know whether or not this plan is going to work for you in the long run. And a lot of it has to do with you understanding how it works. So if you are following somebody's diet plan that requires for you to eat, uh, this is just an example, grilled chicken with a salad and a side of, I don't know, um, beans or something, then if you, if that's not available and you don't know what to substitute what for what, then you're going to be lost because you won't know what was the purpose that, what, what purpose does a chicken serve? What purpose does a salad serve? So understanding that whatever it is that you're following, you, you, are able to fully understand why you're doing it. And I, I will recommend, like, if you can explain it, this is what I recommend to some to my client, if you can explain it to the average person for to like a fourth grader or a kid, which sadly is like the intelligence level of a lot of humans, right? Um, but if you can explain it to a child, what is it that you're doing without using your guru's words. So sometimes I hear people talking about, um, I don't know, their sugar levels or, you know, insulin and, and metabolism, and they're literally just repeating what somebody else said. But if they were to try to explain it in their own words, they can't. That's not, you won't be able to take that and apply it because it's not something that you truly understand. You're following somebody else's guidelines without fully being able to take it and then making it your own. And that is not going to be realistic for you. It's not going to be sustainable. So when you are thinking about a, a plan you're following, understanding that it has to be something you truly understand and that you are able to apply it, um, whether you are out with dinner with your friends or if you are out with your family members, you will be able to set, you know, take a plate and know what you can substitute for what without feeling guilty. Again, you want to get back to the, you don't want to ever feel like you have completely lost control. You need to be able to eat and then get what, even if it's not quote unquote part of your plan, you need the need to be able to know what you can eat after or you can eat before so that you can get the nutrients that ultimately will help you get to your end result to reach those goals and understanding that sometimes you know when you're eating you're not really eating just to keep your stomach full you're really eating to make sure that your body functions at its best and so once you understand how um how this this plan that you're following, how it apply, how you can apply it to your, to your life, you're going to be able to know whether or not 
is working by monitoring your your hunger and your cravings and how well you are able to readjust. So the next one that we have is the I, which is individual. Now, the reason why this is so important, and it's probably was, was the most important one on the list, it's that, well, if it's not about you, then who really, who who is it about? The reason why you need to have you as in an individual in whatever plan you are following, it's that, well, if it's not your own roadmap, you have no idea where you're going. I mean, it makes perfect sense, right? But we don't really think about it when we start following another person's uh, one size fits all type of diet or, you know, fit routine. And this includes obviously an exercise routine in, paired with uh, an, a diet plan. If you, if, if, this wasn't created for you specifically, and and it's a and a one one size fits all. And even if somebody created this plan for you, what you have to understand is that you're not going to remain the same. And this is where the biggest the your biggest problem is going to come in. If it's not created by you and you're not taking the time to take those tiny steps, you won't really understand when you need to modify it to to fit your your needs as you evolve as a human and you evolve as, as a person. Because one of the things that happens with Every human being, actually, every human being, we we evolve, we change our our preferences in food change, we our schedules change, our bodies change, the demands that our bodies have change, and and that has to do with age, it has to do with our lifestyles, it has to do with our responsibilities, with our priorities. But if you, if this plan doesn't have you created by you from the very beginning well how are you going to know how to modify it and understanding that having this plan that is was created by you and specific specifically for you is was going to help you create one that is going to be with you not only for 30 days, six months, a year. We're talking about forever. Now, the way that you're going to create a plan that is going to be very unique, that is going to be specifically yours, yes, it's going back to understanding that you need to be able to eliminate all that noise and all that clutter and all and all that information that's coming in and creating and taking those tiny steps and understanding that entry level of yours and adding your own unique the things that make you that make you feel satisfied and fulfilled like that's going to be yours but then understanding that you have foods that are 
non-negotiables. Like you have foods that uh, because of whether it's your culture or just because we have different, we all have different preferences and that's okay. I cannot, there, there are foods that I really do enjoy and I will not you know, for now, I mean, this this hasn't always been the case. I, I there were foods that I enjoyed when I was younger that I no longer love, and there are foods that are s- still part of my diet today that I ate when I was, you know, my entire life. But those are foods that I enjoy. Those are foods that when I sit down, I don't feel like I am trying to force myself to follow someone else's. This is what I enjoy. So it's going to be important for you to sit and know, okay, what are the foods that you right now at this stage in your life, given your age and your budget and your responsibilities and your values and your goals, what is it that you enjoy? And sitting down and writing, what is it? Because if you don't have those foods and you don't know who you are and what you enjoy and what you're all about, then, well, how can you plan accordingly? You have to have you in your plan. You have to be a part of it. And once you have this list of foods that that are yours based on, on, on your goals and your values, then you're going to be able to create um, a plan based on your schedule because that's going to be different as well. And it's not Again, it's not going to be one that's going to look the same as your favorite guru. Remember that their roadmaps, that worked for them, and it might be working for them now, but it's not going to work for them in 10 years or 20 years because even your favorite guru's life will change. Their priorities will change. Their lifestyles will change. The time will change. Life happens, you know, we don't have the same health, you know, I mean, sometimes things happen that we're, we don't plan for. I was injured. I went through a time where I couldn't move. I couldn't exercise. Well, guess what? The woman that was in her early twenties that was able to run five miles a day and then work out for an hour and a half each night, that wasn't the same woman when I was 40 that I had to have three surgeries to get my arm moving again. It was not the same person. So that person needed different, uh, my needs were different. And that's what you have to think about when you're creating the system or you're trying and you're sitting down and and you are trying to create these positive changes in your life. And once you have a system that is aligned, that is, it's you, it's yours plan that you will have you will have, you will be able to tie it to your big vision. And this is where you will find that why. This is where you will have the opportunity to create a system that is not going to just be for the time being, for 30 days, or because you want to look like someone. This is going to be something that's going to help you stick with it forever, regardless of what happens. 
So that brings us to the next one, which is a T tied to your big vision or your, your goals, your life goals. Um, and why is this important? Well, if you are following, if, if you are creating a system that is specifically for you and it's tied to something bigger than flat abs or a big booty or, you know, that all changes. That all changes. In the 90s, people were not really worried about big behinds. People were not worrying about the firm butts. You know, they, everything changes based on, you know, society and, and pop culture. Like, who knows what's going to be the in thing next week or next year or five years from now. But odds are that it will not be what's going on right now. Things will change. What will not change is your values or your your big vision or that why. You know, if you, when we think about creating this this big vision, I want for you to think about you know what life when you're seventy. What will matter to you, or when you are a hundred. 60, 70 years from now, think about, you know, if, if it helps, because sometimes this helps, what's going to be important to you is having followers online going to be important to you is, um, I don't know, getting that, that guy uh, who's like always, I don't know, seeing every woman is getting his attention going to be going to mean anything to you is getting, I don't know, hanging out with friends. Is that when, you know, so yeah, sit down and, and really think about what is going to, what will be important for you when you are, when you're 90 or when you are approaching a hundred, if you, you know, we, if we're lucky, right. To live that long. But, um, that, that will help. That will help because that is going to help you realize what is your why. And that is what's going to keep you focused, is going to keep you um, getting back up when you when things don't go your way. I for me, when I was when I was going through the the challenge of not being physically able to even move, I, you know, I had this, this, this vision of what I wanted my life to look like and who I wanted to be for my daughters and for other women and for young girls. Well, how, how what legacy did I want to leave? I thought about that. Uh, did I want to be, to be known as a woman who something happened or, and I and I walked away from that as a bitter person, and I was angry with the world, and I just didn't want to fight for my my life, and and I didn't want to make a difference in the lives of other women, and I didn't want to be um, an inspiration to other women. Well, the answer is no. Like I wanted, I wanted that. I wanted for, I wanted to inspire other women. I wanted to look back and say, look, I, I was able to overcome that. I was able to do that. At that, yeah, when I was in my early twenties, it was more about feeling, feeling pretty and looking a certain way. But then that didn't last because once I became a mom and once I, you know, I had a, I was, I was going to grad school at the time I was going to school. It wasn't just about, I really didn't have time to go out and shop for cute clothes. It was, became more about, 
Am I feeling strong? Am I feeling, am I strong enough to, to go to, to, and that I have the energy, right? To go through everything I had to go through in my day and handle it well. Was my body strong enough to take on all that responsibility? Was I eating well enough to, to be able to, to follow through on my goals and also be a mom and being able to, to think clearly. So that was all important. That was all tied to that big vision of mine. Now, the way that you, again, you know, is thinking about what is, what legacy do you want to leave behind? Think about that. And once you have a plan um, that is tied to that big goal, you will want to know whether this system that you are getting ready to take on or this, this plan, is it open-ended? Is it ongoing? Again, a system that is ongoing is going to be important for you because this system is going to evolve with you. This system is going to grow as you grow. It's going to become bigger and bigger the older you get because, um, and the wiser, hopefully, right? Because that's what <laughs> we all hope to just get a little wiser as we, as we get older. But yeah, can you modify it? Can you tweak it so that it can continue evolving with you? Now, what will this look like for you? It's going to look different for you. It's going to look different for the next person. It's going to, it was different. It's different for me. And, and it's going to be different for everyone because our experiences are all different. We have different ways of handling challenges in our lives. We are not all going to learn the same lesson from everything that happens to us. Our experiences in life are going to be extremely different. So the way that we the way that we evolve as humans, the way that we um the way that we grow, how the way we see the world, it's it's all going to be different. Now, the reason why this diet or this plan that you're following, the reason it's so important, see, brings us back to having the clarity and you being able to take one step at a time and you being able to have that in that that uniqueness to your it brings us to this point because if you are not if you don't have that foundation if you are not following uh some a plan that is yours it's very unique to you and that you can modify it and it can grow with you then it will it will end the moment you enter the other phase and the other stage in your life and that is going to be just going to be this going to make the, all the difference for you, and that brings us to um, the end. Uh, I hope that I was able to give you a nice um, breakdown. This is you can use this as a checklist whenever you're thinking of any plan you're following. Think about um, think about 
each one of these as, um, you know, something you're checking off. And I'm going to go through it once again really quick, which was, you know, the S. Remember, it's just simplicity. You don't have to complicate the system. You don't need to follow anybody's um, complicated routines, keeping it simple. Once you get to, once you're past that 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 beginning level where you are able to understand that you, when, once you're no longer stuck and once you're able to see clearly and once you're able to have a this system that works with you and you don't feel deprived, you don't feel like you're following someone else's roadmaps, you feel like you can tweak it and you could evolve. That's when you will be able to bring in more advanced strategies. This is when you look into different techniques. This is when you play around and bring in um, strategies that other people might have tried. This is, but if it doesn't work, you have your own to fall back on. See the difference? You don't start off with something complicated and then hope that you can simplify it along the way. It doesn't work that way. So starting off with that simplicity is going to make all the difference. And then the one step at a time, remember, you're taking one tiny step. If you're not able to take one tiny step, you are not going to be able to build that confidence that you need to get you to the next step and then the next step and then the next level eventually. You need to start off with those tiny steps because that's what's going to lead to the big changes. And the F, which is of feeling fulfilled, having flavor, pleasure, having fun, which is, you know, you don't want to feel deprived. Remember, you want to add something that makes you feel like you are feeling like it hit the spot. I have this and this is, and you won't feel like you need to eat that entire cake or, or, or I don't know, be angry because you're feeling deprived or something that you are restricting from your life. You need to be able to have some of that. And remember, that's going to be different depending, it's going to be different for everybody and it's going to be different depending on your entry level and real life. Are you able to take what you're following the system and apply it into you know to your real life regardless of what goes on whether you're having dinner with friends or you're having everything went according to plan and you're having dinner at home are you able to apply it to any type of real situation and the i which is individual is it you is it unique are you is it based on your own lifestyle is it based on your um on your budget is it based on your own preferences on your culture on you know you have to think about all of that as well that's going to be extremely important you have to be part of it because if you're not in it then who is right who is this for uh, the next one is the T. It's a tie to your big vision. Remember this, just if you need to, a reminder, just think about 70 years from now, what's going to be important for you then and work backwards from there because this is going to be your big why. This is what's going to keep you focused, is going to keep you motivated when things don't go according to plan, to your plans. And the last one 
is the O, which is ongoing? Is it open-ended? Are you able to, um, is this plan going to be able to grow with you as you evolve, as you grow, as you enter different um, stages, phases of your life? And yeah, I hope that you found this useful. I, I went over my my time this time around, but I really, I really hope that this made sense and that you are able to, um, put this, put this to, um, good use. You know, it, it, it's, it's really heartbreaking to see that we are stuck, uh, in, in, in this, what I call a labyrinth, because whether or not, See, so you, if you're in it, you don't really see what it is that you are stuck in and the wheel and the maze that you, that you're in. And I'm going to, and, and what makes me and a lot of people who are trying to really make a difference, what a lot of people don't realize it is that people that are in it, that there is no way out. The only way out of that labyrinth is to come back out the the end that you went in and then find and create your own road because there is no there is no exit sign on the other end there isn't you're stuck if you're in it you're stuck f- for the rest of your life if you don't find the the that start point that you went into to begin with that's that's going to be the only way out so what i hope that we can start doing is finding our way out. Because if you are stuck following this, if you're stuck in this maze, if you're stuck in this labyrinth, well, what are you not doing, you know? And ultimately what I want to do is to help you find your passion. I want to help you create what you're here to create. I want you to leave your legacy. And if you're busy doing busy work and following a system and roadmaps that are not even meant for you, then you're just wasting your time. And I don't want that for you. I really want to be able to help you out. And it's not, it's not by me giving you strategies. It's not by me giving you uh, foods, what foods are best. And yeah, I can, I can do that. I can talk to you about that. But unless you understand that the system itself, my system is not going to work for you. It has to start with clarity. Start by simplifying. Start start by eliminating the clutter and start by just just stop the the level of information. Stop the information from coming in at least for a while until you see until you can see clearly and that you have clarity to take that first step. Um, okay. So that's it for today. I hope to see you next time here. All right. Have an amazing day or evening and I'll talk to you next time. Bye. Okay. That's it for today. Thank you for joining us. Don't forget to take time and play with your kids because we'll be grown and off to college before you know it. If you found this content valuable, go ahead and subscribe and leave a review. See you next time. Bye-bye.